First, we must. Up here. No, oh, that sounds good. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, no. yeah. Oh, Let me get a little shippy ship. <laughs> oh, that's None nice. of us drink like that normally. Yeah, we do. Welcome back to the best fucking CBJ podcast around with your hosts, Marty on the mic, Frank, and Mr. Locon. Now, let's turn it over to the boys for the latest episode of The Man in the Cannon Podcast. Welcome to The Man in the Cannon Podcast. I'm your host, Marty on the mic. I'm here with Frank and Mr. Locon. What is up, boys? What's up? What's going on? Glad to be back, everybody. Thanks for the intro, Marty yeah. on the mic. Yeah, we're going to get back into some regular programming. We're going to get into the hockey, get, uh, mm. get us a periods of segments for this podcast. What do you mm. think? Oh, that sounds delicious. Sexy. I want sex like that. You know what else is delicious? That beer that we had at the beginning of the episode. To Bush Light, everyone. Cheers. 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 I have had these Bush Lights in my fridge for like three months. For the farmers. It's just, need to, it's just time to get rid of them. So, Jamar, what we got right. on the slate today? Yeah, here's the rundown. Well, period one, we have, uh, we're going to do a recap. We're going to do a little penalty box action. Let's figure out what's been going on. 30 seconds uh, on the clock. Let's talk about uh, the game against Vegas. I think that's a really good one for us to talk about. We have a couple of things to chat through for that. Yep. We get into period two. We get a round robin in, um, and then and then we'll figure out what to do in period three. Sound good? Fuck around and find out. Let's fuck around and we'll find out. All right, put thirty seconds on the clock. Hold on, hold on. Drum roll, uh, please. Ready. All right, jackets are seven, twelve, and two with uh, sixteen points and a minus twenty-seven goal differential which places them in um, absolutely last place in the Eastern Conference. Let me do a quick uh, take a look here. 16 uh, tied with Chicago currently for second worst record in the league. The only team with less points than us is Anaheim with 14. So technically we are still, you know, at the absolute bottom of the barrel. But <coughs> do, damn it. I That's 30 totally seconds. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel That's about a, your yeah. 30 seconds. Okay, now we need to bump it up to a minute. No, okay. you need to prepare and read that <laughs> shit out fast. Yeah. Read it faster? Okay, yeah. But what I was going to say <laughs> yeah. was we're still like, you know, right at the bottom, but we've been playing a little bit better of hockey the past couple of games. We did it. The tank is still alive. We did it. We're at the bottom, but we're playing well. I'm okay with it. Yeah, Everything absolutely. we said and we shit on the Blue Jackets is still true. We're still at the bottom, but that's completely true. true. We look good at, at, at least time. we look good at sucking. Is that does that make sense? Is that po even possible? Right? I think that's absolutely. what we asked for. Right? Absolutely, that's okay. what we wanted. All right, yeah. So want. let's jump right into it, man. Let's get into uh, Monday Night versus Vegas. You know, uh, I honestly thought this was the best looking team that we've seen on the ice. You know, as far as the the version of the Jackets that we saw, and also the opposing team. You know, Vegas is probably going to be in the running for the Western yeah. Conference title. One of the hottest teams in yeah. the NHL, too. Yeah, and they're a solid all-around, and they're having excellent young goaltending right now. You know, if that continues, look out for Vegas. And we played we played them, you know, straight up, man for man, and actually I thought we looked pretty good. 
Yeah, I I would have to say uh, probably one of the best games we've played, if not the best game we've played all season. Look, to, to your point, Mr. Locon, Vegas is is a team from top to bottom. I mean, you go through the list of their lines. I mean, you have Eichel, you have uh, Wild Bill still going around. Hell, you even have Phil Kessel on that team, veteran Fat Phil, I like to call Dude, him. Dude, he's incredible. Yeah. He's still doing still it. Still doing it. Just played in his 1,006th game in a row. Unbelievable. Fucking, that's, I can't, anyway. But I know. wasn't able to make it. I had, we, you know, prior commitments, me and Marty on the mic, had, you know, we had to do some other things. But, but Frank, you were there, right? Yeah. You're in yeah, the yeah. building. It was, Tell uh, us about it. Yeah, it was, you know, Monday night, Monday after Thanksgiving. Um, the crowd was decent, to be honest. It, it, I mean, obviously, it sounded yeah. like because I, I was able to catch the end of the game. At, yeah, on, at I mean, home. the crowd definitely got into it. You know, we the first period was nothing to ride home about. We were definitely in. Wasn't it two nothing? Two nothing after the first, but it could have been a lot worse. Um, I thought uh, the goaltending was actually pretty solid. I mean, they were in our zone. Uh, 19 out of the 20 minutes. I mean, that's that's Blue Jacket. That's been Blue Jackets hockey the past 15 games. Mm-hmm. You know, that's for some reason that is our the MO. ice is tilted. Is, I don't is, know. We we even we even it seems like we even prefer to play in our own zone. It's well, is how is how crazy we're not trying to, you know, leave our zone. What's you and up, I Mark? talked about this the other day, right? When Elvis was in net versus when the other two are in net the defense seems to play different. I, I just feel like I feel like they've been doing this the whole year, mm-hmm. regardless of who's been in net. Okay, it's been like, a problem. Like they sink into their own zone. They're very, not playing they're, the boards. They're, no, they're playing around the net. They're protecting yeah. the net and trying to. And it totally backfired and bit them in the ass the first ten to twelve games of the season. Yeah. Well, it's, but, o- it's almost too. It's like you look at some of the better teams. I mean, obviously Vegas, since we just saw them. But when they're in their own zone, it's not like they have, you know, well, I guess it is. It, it's almost like they have set plays as you would think a professional team would to exit the zone. But the Jackets seem like they're just in scramble mode. And there's no really like someone gets the puck and it, they, they panic. They but panic. you look like a team like Vegas or I mean, I hate to say, you know, Boston or one of those teams and a defender gets the puck or whoever, and they know where they're going before they get the puck. Yeah, it's a lot more smooth transition, and you know, hence to more goals being scored. Absolutely, they have a great first pass out of the zone, and the Jackets don't. We don't even. It looks like we're not even really trying to make a first pass, and we're not trying to beat anybody on the rush. You know, we're taking our time in our own zone, waiting for the you know the centermen and the forwards to come back, swing through the neutral zone with 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 some speed. You know, instead of as soon as we get the puck, somebody cuts to the middle of the ice and we go and we're off to the races. We're not playing like that right now. We're it's a completely slowed down game of hockey and it's completely different than what we've seen from a John Tortorella team. You know? Mm-hmm. I think what Larson's trying to do here is like he's trying to teach these these young guys how to you have to learn how to play in your own zone first before we can focus on like, you know, trying to rush up the ice and beat people down the ice. But man, it's 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 hard to it's hard to get anything going offensively when you're just consistently 
coming up the ice slow, waiting for your forwards to come back and then flow through the neutral zone, and you're not playing and you're not beating anybody We're down the ice. playing on our heels, the, you know, the entire game. Um, but so kind of back to the first period. I mean, we got dominated. It looked like it was going to be ugly. I mean, it was 2 nothing after the first. In the back of my mind, I'm like, this could easily be a 6 nothing game. We're leaving, you know, we're leaving early. And then the second period, I, I tell you what, I mean, they looked like a completely different team. I don't know if I, it was really hard to, I, it was, I, I don't even know what I want to say because like I'm thinking <laughs> in my head because, and no, the point that I'm trying to get to is the first goal that the Jackets scored, um, Johnny Hockey, Goudreau, Goudreau but th- if, I mean, go back and look like I wish we could rewind and see we cycled that we kept it in their zone for I swear a minute and 30 seconds it was the best they've looked offensively cycling the puck winning pucks on the board having good opportunity um Vegas couldn't get it out of their own zone which is usually what we are, are used to seeing from our own guys and then Johnny, you know, puts one away. One timer it did, was, and it was a great shot. It was. It changed the whole... I, and then in the back of my mind, it's like, where's this been? But, you know, I we talked about it before the show. A lot of young guys playing for the Jackets, which, you know, in this point in the season, we're not going anywhere in, anytime soon. So it's nice to see. And you can tell that these kids getting more minutes under their belt, they're starting to get better, which is what we want to see from the franchise. I think it's giving the team an identity, and that's what you have to do with the young players. I think you expect that up and down. Like That game is a good example of probably what this year is going to continue to be like. We're going to have good moments. We're going to have bad moments. It's going to be all over the place. There's a bunch of young guys who are trying to find an identity as a team, um, and Brad Larson has the incredibly hard challenge of creating that how do you create an identity of a bunch of players who are figuring out how to play in the nhl that's very true um i'm actually you know i think he's i think he's doing an okay job it's it's not an easy task to you know win a lot of games with the current roster that he has to play with you know we got Orensky's been out. Lionel's been out. Boquist has been out. Do we need to apologize to Orensky after shitting on him the whole <laughs> the whole last podcast? No, I don't think so. <laughs> it, 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 get get better, Zach. But when did, you get, when you come back, be better. He did. I think he got better. Like for one one or two games, like right before he got hurt. I th- I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, dude. And then you know we uh, what was the second goal? That was Jenner's uh, Jenner's line, right? Johnny yep. to Nyquist fucking seam pass all the way across the ice Nyquist you know almost tucks it home and then it's just sitting on the doorstep and boom ta- boom taps it in it's 2-2 we go to overtime I thought we looked good in the overtime played a solid overtime Chinikov dude Chinikov might be is he our best fucking offensive player like I think hands get, down uh, right now I mean he is well there are a couple arguments arguments to be made I think for who is Jenner also maybe in the mix in a weird way but dude Watching Chinikov play, like you were saying, talking about some of these young guys who are starting to get a little bit better, I really think it's it's very evident to me how how good I think Yegor Chinikov can be. He's fast. His shot, dude, when he shoots it, it goes fucking exactly where he wants it's to play. It's a laser. It. It, and you can tell. It's just like his power play goal the other night, top right corner, just 
perfect shot right under the bar. I think he shot. There was a wrist shot, mm-hmm. and he shot it like eighty nine miles an hour. Yeah, his he's, wrist shot. He's putting holes in the back of the net, bro. Oh yeah. As soon as he scored that, he came down the ice again on the left side at a weird angle and tried to fire it home, and it hit the post. Dude, like he is, he's on a tear, and he looked good in the overtime game against Vegas. Absolutely, yeah. I know it's funny we we talk about the young guys, and you almost forget how young Chinnikov is, right? He's played so much, <laughs> especially from last season. But you know, you and I again were talking. We were at the, I think it was the Montreal game, and he was out or just coming over an injury. And that game till now, when he's in the lineup, it's a different lineup. I mean, there's just so much more he provides on the ice, and it switches up the lines a little bit. But to your point, not only is he his wrist shot is fast, but he's fast in general. Absolutely, he's skating up and down the ice. He's in over. It was very evident in overtime. You know, he takes the puck all on him on himself and skates around the zone with it a couple times by himself. It's like he's beating people down the ice, and he's got a fantastic fucking shot. Another guy I think is Marcus Bjork, right? He's come into the lineup and he's played pretty well. Yeah, a big young, body big de- guy, right? Mm-hmm. Big body defenseman, like six four, so one of our bigger defensemen. But I thought he's looked super solid. I mean, that's one. I mean, obviously, <laughs> that's where we've been struggling, and we need some of these young guys see what they got. And I don't know, we really have to kind of build from the ground up, right? Absolutely. And then one of the final young guys who I think is getting you know incredibly better right before our eyes and it's incredible to watch is daniel tarasov and that can you know it can lead us mm. right into our next segment of talking about some of these guys here yeah, yeah but tarasov dude his last five games right so he is two one and one with a 0.92 save percentage and a 2.5 goals against average okay so for perspective right i don't know some of our listeners may be listening to some of our goalie statistics here and you know, well, what's good, right? What are good goalie statistics? Uh, Igor Shosturkin won the Vezina last year. I think his goals against average was like 2.07, and his save percentage was 0.935. The year Bobrovsky won the Vezina, his goals against average was right around there as well. 2.03, you know, like a nine a nine three save percentage, something along those lines. He is Dan, Tarasov is playing well. He's not putting up Vesna trophy numbers, but with a 9-2 save percentage and a 2.5 goals against average, his numbers currently look a hell of a lot better than Corpusalo's, who is 3-4-1 with a .89 save percentage and a 3.75 goals against average. And then Elvis, bro, is 2-5-0, and 0, 0.864%, and 4.74 goals against average. So Elvis is coming back. Who do you put in goal? You don't. I, you don't. Thing. You don't force Elvis back. There's. There's no reason to. Well, I mean, if he's healthy. Yeah. But what I are mean, you, gonna, you. What are you going to do? You can't just like tell him. Well, to go I'm saying. Home he, I, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. We're going to pay I'm you saying, millions of dollars to play in Cleveland. I'm saying what? Oh, I mean, it's, he, he has a. He has a. Yeah, he has a groin injury. I'm just saying you don't need to force him back. I, he's going to come right. back. Oh no, yeah. And he's yeah. going to play. That's right. not what so, I'm yeah, saying. When he comes back, what do we do? Because uh, <laughs> you can't send him to Cleveland. You can't send Corpusalo to Cleveland either. They both have to clear waivers. And we just signed Corpy <laughs> to a year deal, right? Yeah. So, okay. So, unfortunately, I think what you have to do is let Merzlikens and Corpusalo split, yeah. split it. And you have to yep. send Dan Tarasov back down to Cleveland. Yep. Unfortunately. Man. It's just the way con- it's a contract thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, unless, you know, here's the other option. 
You keep three goalies on the roster. You keep Tarasov up. When Merzlikens comes back, you keep him on. You keep Corposalo on the roster, but then you got to send somebody else down. You know, maybe a defenseman and play with. You only have you know maybe seven defensemen on the bench. Yeah, well, it's I mean, not even it's, yeah, or, I mean, or six maybe. You know, I don't know. It's, it's not only inter- that. Obviously, that's one scenario. But let's not let's not forget that there's a lot of other starters that are out too. Line yeah. A, Voracek. Line is supposed to be coming, maybe coming back Friday. He might be making the trip to Winnipeg. That would yeah. be awesome. I mean, would it? <laughs> well, I mean, it would be cool to see him go back and play against Winnipeg. That's yeah, oh no, for yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, he hasn't been. He wasn't. He's, no, he's he not going to change. Good rec- like this year so far. Of course, no. he hasn't hardly played at all. It's hard to get in a groove when you're not playing a lot. Yeah, but yeah. When him, Wierenski comes back, all these young guys are just they're just going to have to go back to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of see, you know, in the making here of a of a team that might be able to figure it out in a few years. And I think that's fun to fun to think about, but the tank is alive. The tank is alive, bro. <laughs> um, you know, unf- unfortunately, it's kind of like also an unintentional tank. We're not, as you were saying, Frank. We don't have to intentionally tank, right? We're just it's kind of we're happening just not naturally. that good. Yeah, which it's is happening naturally right now, right? right. And it, I, I mean, not that you ever want it to happen that way, I guess, but. Obviously, we know the number one pick coming uh, this coming draft is 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 a uh, stud, but it is nice. I mean, we've gotten. That so- reminds me. So hold on, okay. let me interject with that. Right, remember yeah. we were talking about. Uh, well, because it's Connor Bedard, it's going to be the consensus number one overall pick. He plays in the Western Hockey League. Our draft pick from last year, Jordan Dumay. Remember, I brought this Great up name. last period, mm-hmm. or our last segment. He is leading the entire Canadian minor leagues, the CHL. Those that of the Western Hockey League, the Ontario Hockey League, and the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, and you know, I think they're, I think that's it. He's leading everybody in points. He's beating Connor Bedard right now. He's on an insane. He's putting up like Sidney Crosby numbers when he played in Quebec. So you're saying that Columbus is about to get a uh, McDavid Eichel uh, combo here, dude? I don't, I don't know, but this kid is putting up r- insane numbers. Can he? When he, can he come to the NHL? He was, I thought they were thinking about keeping him up this year. I mean, they just drafted him last year, but his the camp he had, you know, he was fighting for a roster spot. Mm-hmm. But man, maybe next year, maybe the year after that. But if we Something could to get fucking excited get about. Bedard as well, yeah, like if, and we have the top two scores in the entire major junior leagues in Canada coming to our squad, it's like shit. Makes you think that man. would be crazy. <laughs> I think this tank albeit unintentional, is more important than people think. I know you were saying earlier how, you know, some people are saying, well, at least go out and try, you know, put on a show for your home fans, you know. And I totally get that, you know. I can totally understand that. And I, it's hard for me to disagree with anything on the, along those lines. But I will say. But I'm going to disagree. But I'm going to disagree. <laughs> the only way that you... One of the only ways, one of the only surefire ways that you land superstar talent in this fucking league is drafting first overall. There, that is, that's the only way. You know, sometimes it, I would yeah. say more often than not, uh, no, I, that pick is can be very, very. It's franchise changing. Right? It could be. I mean, and so like while you're while somebody may be saying at least put on a show, you know, give us something to come and watch. We're not going anywhere, right? That's true, but like to me, when I go watch, I want to watch him win. Like, and I, I know in order to get there, like 
I think I'm willing to sacrifice like a complete because I'm not going anywhere. Like I'm gonna watch if they lose every fucking game. Right. I'm gonna watch every fucking game. I don't. So I think like, my so, so okay to kind of going full circle here. I I am with you 100. percent I agree. Trust me. If we if they told us if we lose every game, we're guaranteed Connor Bedard. Yeah. Let's what fucking lose. What is wrong lose. with doing that? No, <laughs> Why can't I know. We just do that. But I guess lottery. my my point. Huh? Yeah. yeah, it's a lottery, but the odds are still like very yeah in your favor. a lot in your favor. My. My well, you're point, right. you're my right. point is, again, so Monday night, they were at least competitive. They still lost the game. That is fine. I am I saying know, but we they don't... made it too close. They should have just lost. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there you go, I'm I guess. Just but I'm just joking. What I'm saying is, is even if we're trying, we're not going to win a lot of hockey games. We're going to be on that bottom. Just Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, we're playing well right now, like you guys said, and I think we're four and four in that stretch. Yeah, like at home, our <laughs> we're not going like eight, much eight, higher. Yeah, but yeah, this is what happens though, dude. It's like yeah, we'll win, win like we'll, win, we'll go. We might win four or five in a row, and then all of a sudden, it's like you're kind of in the mix for the thir- bottom third, three fourths of the league, and that's where you you might as well just fucking be doing nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, have, I have a weird question. So we're focused on Bernard, whatever his name is. What's his name? Connor Bedard. 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 Focus on Bedard. If a guy is that high of hype, there's got to be somebody that's second. That how high is that second pick if the first one is so hyped up? And I, I think it's a kid that's a center, right? That's a I have no potential. idea. Honestly, yeah. I don't even. I think know there's who. a kid that's like has all the skills to be a fantastic center that would be second. Yeah. That's also could be a valuable pick that we're no one's going to talk about. Yeah, that's true. I, we haven't looked. At, we haven't looked past Connor yeah. Bedard. <laughs> I, I yeah. will definitely. But I think it's that. it's weird though the the way the NHL draft works. It's like you have like a, a you know last year's you would say there's no really there's it's not it wasn't a stacked draft class. Right. But then you come in every five years where you know you have a Crosby, you have an Ovechkin, you have Connor McDavid, and it's like you have this one guy and that's what the focus is on and then everyone else to your point kind of goes to us you know to the wayside but that's how it works though man it's yeah. oh, i know I, I fucking hear you but yeah the tank is alive and well i wanted to move us on to the that first line for the blue jackets uh and i want to focus on my man boone jenner boone i really like boone jenner last time we talked we said guy needs to toughen up, be a leader. He needs to step up. He's done all of those things. I mean, he looks pretty good right now. Would you agree? Absolutely. I guess I just got done reading uh, an article from Mark Scheig at the Hockey Writers talking about how, or maybe it was him on the radio, and they, he was talking about how dominant uh, Goudreau, Nyquist, and Jenner were against Vegas's top line, you know, with Eichel, Mark Stone, and or. Yeah, Mark Stone, Jack Eichel, and somebody else. I can't remember, but I mean I mean they had two of the the two goals against Vegas. You know, it's like and they're holding possession, they're playing physical. It's been a revelation, honestly, to watch Johnny Gaudreau play. He's been really good recently. You know, how many points does he have? Do you do you guys know? Twenty two. How many assists? Uh fourteen. That's not too bad, man. You know, like 14 assists. And he has like seven goals, I think, too, yeah. right? He has eight goals on 65 shot attempts. I mean, he's been fantastic. But to, to me, he reminds me a little bit of Panarin. You know, he keeps the puck on a string, 
and he can dish it so well. And he's got a good shot. I mean, he is an elite fucking talent, and he is he's on our fucking squad. I know. I need we need to get Line A back up there because, listen, I love Gus Nyquist, but doesn't have the shot. Line not, A does. Not, he's not Patrick Line A, and Line A's huge too. You know, he's a big fucking guy. He's gonna. I think once you get Jenner going, which he seems to be playing a little bit better here recently. Then you throw Line A and Gaudreau up there together with a Jenner who's playing well, and and all of a sudden you got a line that might be able to do something. So, I don't know. I'm excited. Maybe maybe Line A comes back Friday against Winnipeg. Who knows? Gaudreau yeah. and Boone Jenner are taking all of the Blue Jackets shots. Give me all a stat. Of them. Give me the, give me some numbers. Gaudreau has 65 shots. Boone Jenner shot 72 times. Let's see who's next in that line. It's probably. Oops, Orinsky. Orinsky, 41, then Gus Nyquist with 35. So of the active players, Gus Nyquist has shot half as many times as Goudreau, who's second in shots for the Blue Jackets. And Jenner has the most Se- shots? Has the most shots out of all Blue Jackets players this year. Wow, what is that? I don't care. What, are you busy? My phone was winging. Yeah, Boone's calling. Boone was calling me. Uh, it's like, I'm not shooting enough. That's a crazy stat. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, that is interesting. That is, they are shooting way more than everybody else. Way more. Is that good or bad? Well, um, like to me, I, I hear that and I'm like, why isn't Chinikov shooting the puck more? Like, why yeah. is Chinikov not shooting the puck 60 times? He's been out a little bit, though. Yeah. Chinikov's played 20 games compared to the 21 of the two that we're talking about. Oh, go uh, fuck me then. Chinikov has shot 28 times. He has a decent percentage, shot percentage. He's just not shooting. As he much. needs to shoot, man. Give him the puck. Let him shoot. Just let him shoot that wrist shot. Yeah. He has, he has a good percentage. Kent Johnson actually has a 22% shot percentage on 22 shots. He needs to shoot more, too. Dude. I think maybe it's because the, it's it's they're young. Like Maybe they're not getting their shots off somehow. I've actually thought Johnson's been struggling recently, dude. Like, I was talking about him. He uh he he looks like he's turned it over a few times, you know, by getting uh what I you know out physical or outmanned I think, and I think it it's affecting his style of play. He's playing a bit more timid and a bit more nervous, and because of that, he's not being his normal like you know aggressive self where he's trying to make a play, mm-hmm. and he's he's kind of holding back, and because of that, guys are able to get a body on him because he's slowing his game down, and he's. He's you know he's kind of a small stature type of guy. I mean he's not like the biggest guy on the ice as right. far as he's got height. Goes. That's about it. He's kind of tall and he can fill out nice guy to get in the weight room for a couple years. So yeah. you know, but like, still only twenty. Yeah, no, I'm, that's for sure. But I'm just saying like he's been playing a little timid, and I thought it was really evident in the overtime against Vegas. That's got to be coaching, right? That uh, some coach is probably like you can't just go out there willy nilly and lose the puck, or we can't play you. You got to figure out how to slow your game down and pick and choose when you play like that and once you're able to do that you're gonna you're gonna be a rock star in this league but you're not there yet yeah that is the case if that is the case i think that's bad coaching you got to find like you were saying i think at the beginning of the season that's just the type of player he is like you got to figure out a way to coach him to be able to play like that without turning it over and without making mistakes encourage him to be aggressive but in a smart way you know because he's playing center Sometimes, yeah. Well, yeah. Not not recently. Not he's been on the wing a lot recently because they got Cole back. Yeah, they got Sillinger. You know, Corrali, 
fucking Jack uh, just went down though, Jenner. right? So they're gonna need him and to play Rosalvik. center. Huh? Jack just got hurt, didn't he? Rosalvik? Didn't he? No, he played on Monday. So. I don't know yeah. if he got hurt yeah. before, okay. but he's been garbage, dude. I think yeah. he has one goal. He's been bad, dude. What is going on with Sillinger? Yeah, I was just gonna call. What him is out. Sillinger doing, dude? He's been bad. He's, yeah, he, he's, he's actually shot the puck, but 33 times and has a 6% shot percentage. He's been terrible. He cannot <laughs> well, figure I mean, out I was, how to play I was offense. hearing people talking about it on the radio this morning. He, he's he's in the sophomore slump, dude. Like, mm. There's no way around it. Yeah. But, you know, you just got to kind of fight through those kinds of things and just keep playing him. He's a young yeah. kid, too. He's only, you think he's 19. It's like, yeah, I know. It's like it's, you forget it's how young these kids are. It'll be okay, you know. He he'll come around because we saw him last year, dude. He had what, like twenty goals last year. Unbelievable. Came it's out like of nowhere, right? I, I know it's gonna help him. We're gonna get his pop star Canadian girlfriend to come yeah. and do a duet with Leo to start the game. There we out. go. Oh, I love that idea. Awesome. Do oh, Canada name? together? No idea. Um, oh, they what were just talking what, about what her, her on the radio this saying? morning. Um, what is, I think I, let's pull it up. I think I like <laughs> let's get that going. Play it at the end of the podcast. Yeah, Absolutely. You guys want to do the round robin? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so one of the things, one of the Tate topics, Tate McRae, I think. Tate right? McRae, yeah. McRae, McRae, yeah. McRae, yeah. Yeah, Play yeah. one of her songs. Okay. Put it up to the mic. Turn okay. it up loud. I do not own the music. Don't we have to say something like that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. We don't own this song. This is if Tate you're gonna McRae. sue us. Mr. Locon at, at Man in the money. Cannon. <laughs> Send it to him. It'll, joke's on you. I don't have any money. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's like this. But you didn't think this is how your Columbus Blue Jackets podcast would go. Okay, kind of like you know, yeah. some party music. Shout out, shout out, Tate. Okay, I see you, Cole. It gives I me Selena you. Gomez vibes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, round robins. We're going to talk about <laughs> Jake Vorchek. We're going to give our opinions on. Dude, what what are we going to do with Jake Vorchek? What do we do with him when back? he comes back? Yeah, I, There's, it's because it's like he just doesn't. To me, right now, he just like where does he fit in this lineup? And I thought it was really evident before he got hurt. You know, he hasn't been playing as well as he did last year because last dude, he was amazing last year. Oh, I mean, what was the, you know, the <laughs> the line from last season? How did we get rid of Cam for uh, Jake? It was oh, unbelievable. Yeah. It was the best one of the best trades in Blue Jackets history. I mean, but dude, what do we do? Because it's just like he just doesn't fit in. There's yeah, just no way to put him. So but he's going to be an unrestricted free agent in 2024. So we'll have him for another year. He's actually at a decent cap hit. I forget where he's at, but he ha- he does have a bit of a salary. That's the only thing that you know teams may not be interested in taking on a Jake Voracek salary, but it would only be for the rest of this year and for and then for next year. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think because I love Jake so much from last year. I don't. I'm not ready to just cut ties with him, but I think you just got to have to see what kind of offer is out there. I mean, maybe if you can get a solid defenseman for him, I think maybe you consider it, but I, I think that would be the only reason, in my opinion. I don't know. He's he's a veteran guy in the locker room. He seems to, I don't know, when he's healthy and on, man. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. That's why I would, tra- <laughs> that's why I would trade him. Exactly. It's like he can make us a, a playoff run in team way better, you know? What do you want in return for him? What team are you going to target for that? 
Dude, I have no idea. No idea. But a team like Boston, Toronto's always in the mix. They're always looking to fucking upgrade, and they're... I feel like some of sometimes we're like a little bit of a farm team for Toronto, or at least we shuffle some players up there, kind of. You know, <laughs> hey, we're frequently. not in the playoffs. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. For first round picks, I mean, fucking Nick Felino for a first. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was kidding me. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Boston. You know. Yeah, they're always up there. Vegas, Edmonton's always looking for stuff like that. So, who knows, man? But geez. I would. I don't know. Do we know I, when he's what, supposed to come back? I don't. No, I don't yeah. even remember, dude. I don't know when anybody's coming back. When's Boquist coming back? I don't know that. I don't either. even know what's wrong. What's when's Blankenberg coming back? No. Where's idea. our injury guy at? What? We need a Damn better it, injury guy. <laughs> yeah. Steve, <laughs> you fucking 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 idiot. They need that uh, Magic World Cup spray or something. Hey USA! Shout out USA! Let's 10 go. 10 a.m. Saturday. I'm gonna try to go watch it at Lane Grant. Ooh, that could be. Fun. I went. I was there for the England game. England game was it fun? Absolutely packed. Oh, I bet the entire outdoor their outdoor beer garden they have absolutely jam packed. And they were setting up their uh, they're getting their uh, keg. Uh, oh, cur- the curling. curling! I want to do that this year, dude. We're in. I'm in. I'm yeah. in a, we're in a league. You're in a league. I'm on a squad. Really? I got a squad put together already. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You guys just have to come help out. You I know, guess. We'll probably yeah. need some some, some uh, subs. subs. All right. You need help drinking beer? We can do that. Absolutely. Every time. Wow. Uh, I got nothing else. I don't go team USA. 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 Keep the tank alive. Let's Keep go. the tank alive. Hashtag CBJ. Let's go. Make Wait, sure to check. Should we do out. some quick shitting on people? And because it last time it worked. Last time it worked well. so well. Who do you want to shit on to make them play I well? I can't think of anybody to shit on. Jack Rosovic. I'll just take a big well, dump you, on you. You shit on Ken Johnson a little bit. I did. Well, it just, I, I think he'll come around. Cole Cylinder too, right? I'm, I'm going Jack. He's been fucking trash. Jack, get your head out of your ass, dude. Come into the rink and fucking give us something to watch, buddy. I know it's in there. I love you, dude. I'm rooting for you. Anybody else? I, I, you talked about it earlier. I mean, Cole Sillinger. I know sophomore slump, but time to get out of it. You stole mine, but Elvis Merzlinkis, where the fuck Merzlinkis. are you, man? <laughs> He's coming back soon. soon. I think he was, he was skating. I said like I two today. weeks, yeah. yeah. All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening to another episode of the Man in the Canon podcast. Make sure to check us out on Twitter at Man in the Canon. And until next time, we'll see you later. See y'all. Peace. We are the Man in the Cannon podcast, and we are bringing you the CBJ forecast. You never know what we're talking about, but we're the best fucking podcast around. The CBJ news and unprofessional views will certainly satisfy your Blue Jackets podcast fix. Yeah!